Welcome, everyone. Canada Day special. Yeah. And we're coming to you from a steamy basement in (laughs) 40 degree weather here in Edmonton. Sorry, 36 degree. Adam, how the fuck are you wearing pants? I, I, I... I'm a pants guy. I, I get it. We're all wearing shorts. He shows up oh. in like the Bourjon whites. Yeah. Uh, he looks like he's about to. You, be you on look a boat. great. I'm just saying, good. like, how, how. I just think that you belong on a yacht. Yes. Hey, you know what? Thank I you. I mean, I would love to be on a yacht, to be honest, but you, I don't Who have wouldn't? the look. I, well, I yeah, I have the look that I'm Maybe about to play soccer. Maybe that's why I haven't soccer. been on any yachts. I don't look the part. Is you know that... what, though? You kind of have a cruise ship look going right now, like some shuffleboard, a little buffet. I think, honestly, like that 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 ties to my parents. Just the 1980s yuppie thing. Well, you also have like a little curl in your hair, and it just gives me like a throwback vibe. Isn't that nice? Vibe. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. Oh, like neither of us have hair, <laughs> so you. we don't really know. Yeah. Oh, I miss it. Uh, I miss having hair. Honestly, uh... I, I've been combing my hair the same way since I was a kid. Yeah. You know, it's just like my Subway sandwich. I haven't changed it, you know? <laughs> I got bullied a lot for this haircut. It got <clears throat> called a comb over. It got, like, honestly, I, I showed up to school one day, and then, you know, the bully came up, and he was like, oh, Evan's got the comb over. I was like, I had the comb over, like, for months before this. You're just calling it a comb over now. What's a comb over? And then, like... <laughs> Yeah, just not good. But yeah. kids are cunts. That's not what we're talking about this week, though. No, we're, we're going to talk angry, about so we're going to talk global about global warming, climate yeah. change, whatever you want to PC call it. Yeah, shit's Adam changing, Swan. getting hotter, getting grosser, getting <laughs> nastier. You know Ugh. what? Honestly, though, like, don't we live in the part of the world that could get hotter? I mean, uh, like, I mean, I I'm mean, every, with this. I, I, th- I don't. I, I, I'm loving this heat. I I got a hammock. Life's great, man. Like if oh. if if all year was like this, bro, like oh, it would be the worst thing ever. Uh, how? Oh my god, because I I have children and uh, or a child and huskies. <laughs> they can't handle this shit. My huskies are sleeping in my basement hiding in a oh, corner yeah, cuz it's so cold. Like that's the only cold spot in the house. Well, the whole basement. So you own some genetically inferior dogs. Oh. No, 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 no. The dogs are beautiful. They with us. Okay, Husky, so did Northern the panda, but dogs. it can only, like, panda so did the panda and the koala, they can only Pandas eat one did thing. did not evolve with us. That's why they're fucked. No. Dogs. A husky has too much fur for this global climate. Yeah. We and need this to is stop a fucking it up for them. Global climate. You they know how many ice this ages is we've not been even for? remotely close. He's crossing his arms and giving me this whole, I'm going to play this <laughs> side of the fucking argument now, and I know he doesn't believe this shit. I'm just trolling. But, uh... You know, first off, first off, didn't mean to cross my dogs. Arts. Dogs fucking develop the ability to move their eyebrow muscles to reflect empathy the way humans do. They're amazing. Some dogs, yeah, northern breed dogs, ice breed dogs, the best dogs. Little dogs can fuck off. Yeah, big dogs love you. I'll second that. Worker I dogs hate. love you. My brother's yeah. a vet. He lives up north. He owns two Chihuahuas. Yeah. One's like a mix. I think it's got like some Dachshund. The other one's like a pure Chihuahua. And I came to his place last time I saw him with like my mutt. Yeah. And I see my dog as a dog. Like it likes doing dog things. It likes playing fetch and jumping in puddles and 
you know, getting up to mischief. Yep. Chihuahuas, man, I, I, that's not they a dog. They just shiver and sneeze. Pugs, my <laughs> friend's pug growing up had to be fed Gatorade because it would get dehydrated because it couldn't breathe properly. The fucking, the, these animals have been so inbred, it's disgusting. Uh, French bulldogs, too, same problem. Yeah. 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 No, also, uh, if you abuse a big dog, if you abuse any animal, you're an asshat. But if you abuse a big dog, that's a crime against humanity. Well, I ate dogs a Big Mac yesterday. Did I abuse us. an animal? What's that? I ate a Big Mac yesterday. Did well, I the guy who made it definitely abuse... abused an animal at some point. So by right of, I mean, ingestion? there's a, if you're if you're <laughs> if you're a government or a police officer, there's several degrees in there that you'll be able to escape from. So it's all fair. Good. Fair. Yeah. That's also tragic. Yeah, I, I think like the heat's kind of getting to me. Yeah, that's fair. Absolutely. I'm with you. I'm with I mean, you. I don't love the winter. I don't think anybody loves the winter. I, I don't get me wrong. I like skiing. The odd time, the odd show, the snowshoe walk or whatever. But like cold sucks. And mm. you know I, when they came out with the whole global warming movement. And I really want to get into this because, you know, I sent you guys a documentary. Yeah. Unfortunately, neither of you watched. But uh, that's cool. We will. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> this week sucked. This I know. Week had it a sucked. whole lot of shit. It that's sucked. why I'm defensive of my you little just pup. Sent I thought it I was going to lose one of them yesterday. So Two days ago. Ugh. Yeah. But then I almost lost my dog yesterday, so I kind of no. had other shit going. So I, I totally get yeah, it. Yeah, that was that was her choking on. Some, oh yeah, you said she was coughing on there, grass. And she had to be like uh, put put like uh, under for a bit so that they could go into her throat and move things out. And then there was a polyp in there, and they had to inject it with shit. So I mean, it's all good now, but yeah, for like forty minutes, she thought. And it was I, a I don't mean to be. I don't mean to be real housewives no, over know, here I either. Know. I'm just saying. I, mean, I have I, a legit I really, reason. Wow. I do oh, my for research. Sure. Most I, of I know the time. you do, and it, it, like, <laughs> I, I just feel bad because it's honestly a really good documentary. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely gonna. It watch was it. Uh, Michael Moore, and honestly, it was the least Michael Moore e uh, documentary I've ever seen him do. Uh, he really looked at uh, why. The world is moving to this uh, green movement and pushing away from, you know, burning coal and pushing more for electric vehicles. Yeah. And uh, did you know uh, that, uh, you know, the guy that really started all this, Al Gore, his family and their wealth was largely tied to tobacco. Hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, essentially... Uh, you know, throughout his life, obviously, tobacco has become less and less of a uh, lucrative business to be in, at least in the states and in Canada. Uh, in any country wealthy, uh, don't enough get to me started on legal Canada. Uh, we we tax our tobacco, <laughs> and it really ties into just fucking over the indigenous. Frankly, did you know the, the way I look at it? In, just a weird side note: in 1921, I think it was when the Canadian government added cannabis to the prohibitive substance uh act or it wasn't the pro i can't remember what the act was called but anyways they 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 were when they criminalized cannabis it was um tabled to do the same to tobacco at the exact same time for the same reasons hmm. yeah makes perfect sense they didn't though no i wonder why 
Yeah, it's almost like the subsidies that first went to farming and the protection of farmers and how everybody was defending farming for fucking decades was all tied to corn syrup and tobacco. Well, also, <laughs> you know, the the bulk places where tobacco fields were, you know, prosperous uh, utilized slave labor. Yep. And not cool. But to kind of tie well, I mean, this Mississippi back to... Mississippi didn't really think it was not cool because they didn't pass or they didn't actually uh, ratify the 15th Amendment making black people human until... 20, I said it's not cool. 2013. Obviously, I think there's still people that I live know. in Mississippi today <laughs> that think that should be the way things should be. Yeah. And frankly, you know, I, I, I hate to take a tangent here, but I, I was looking through like the basically what they get grade 12, grade 11, and grade 10 children, the, the literature, they get them to read in English. Oh, yeah, it's awful. Why don't we focus on racial issues? You know? To well, Kill a well, Mockingbird was The only racial like issues the, we really 90s. focused on were uh, when we read Knocked, uh, yeah. which was obviously about the Holocaust, which, huge racial issue. I'm not saying... Don't teach that. Sure, sure. It's just, why don't we ever really try to put a microscope on what we've done? And we've created a successful country, us and the states, on the backs of slaves. Mississippi Burning, amazing book. To oh, Kill a Mockingbird. Great movie, phenomenal too. Phenomenal book. Great movie, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even even movies more recent, like American History X, very, very, very compelling, very dark um, very hard to stomach a lot of the scenes. It's where you learn about curb stomping for the first time as a kid, for me at least. It's very dark. I learned that on yeah, uh, Gears of War. I oh. think like many of my generation. Oh, Gears of yeah, War. fair enough. Yeah. yeah, so pretty gross. But yeah, I mean, the... the they deserve it. Not <laughs> not them. Whoa. The Gears of War locusts, Okay, obviously. <laughs> Holy shit. I only did the look <laughs> I said I learned how to curb stomp on Gears of War. They deserved it. And Tristan looks up to me like, what the fuck? No, to, to clarify, oh, the only thing that deserves to be curb stomped is a locust. Okay. I would say a pedophile. They can, they, they can get curb stomped. Well, if they're proven beyond a shadow of a doubt, I'd... I wouldn't curb stomp their face. Well, what like what about that whole like Nambla thing? Why not Nambla? Not what a Mar Marlon Brando look like exactly. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Nambla is the North America Man Boy Love Association. Yeah, it oh. was actually uh, it was introduced to the American people via South Park. It was. Yeah, not not that it's not a real thing. Oh, was that the episode where they're like you get the like chemical and then you stay young forever and nope. they were bashing chef no this is the one where uh, a bunch of old men try to rape butters and then cartman <laughs> um that's an old episode yeah oh, season two or something or 2000 or 2001 or season three or four See, they've gone back to their roots, and it makes me so happy. But they, you know what's they, funny is, like, nah. on the climate change note, man bear pig yes. is what they've done the entire time. Then they did the early man bear pig from the position of oh. Al Gore is an idiot. He it, doesn't know what he's talking about. And then they brought it back, and they went, shit, man bear 
pig is real. And then, he, and then he, Al Gore is riding around in the fucking cape going, I told you. Al Gore is man bear pig. Oh, now, that here, makes here, sense. Here's my theory. And it ties into the documentary as well. Essentially, what Michael Moore started investigating was why was there this big green movement? And generally, when there is a massive push for change, especially, uh, you know, in the States, yeah. uh, it's tied to money. Yep. <laughs> why else would you change? And he really started to look at what fuels they're burning. Um, essentially, there's been a big movement away from coal, oil, and gas. Yep. And as a result of that, uh, they've created what are called... Uh, biofuel power plants which burn biofuel now when you look into that essentially they're burning timber and if you look at who Al Gore was really relating with when he made this whole new way forward with global warming and the inconvenient truth and everything he's done since you have all the funds for his movement coming from two different sources, big timber and these construction biofuel burning companies. And they really looked at on a scale, the amount of CO2 we've been emitting. Even after we've closed all these coal burning plants throughout Canada and the States and Europe, yeah, with the Tokyo uh, or the, 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 the agreements coming out of uh, Paris. Yeah. You know, we, we've held ourselves to all these standards. But the problem is now with all these changes, shutting down all these coal plants, essentially the states is powering itself on biofuel, which is timber. And they've looked at all these places they've literally clear cut and they're basically saying, we're going back to how things used to be in the 70s and 80s before we started to give a fuck about the Amazon forest. We made a lot of good changes, but then we gave up and we started focusing on CO2 and all these other fucking, you know, burning coal, all this dirty energy. Yeah. And the one thing I found really interesting on that documentary was he actually went into a crowd of these, you know green movement guys uh, they were having this party they just shut down this coal plant or they were explaining how you know this was all a problem and he started asking them questions like oh are you invested with this company or you know what are your interests with timber what why are we burning all this timber now all of a sudden and everybody stonewalled them and fucked off but here's the thing because now we're cutting trees down which filter co2 create more co2 in a more green way however we're still creating co2 and eliminating one of the factors that eliminates it yeah we're creating double the co2 and they they've literally looked at it on a graph and they've said we've closed the majority of our coal burning plants all of these problem co2 emitting plants but for whatever reason we're seeing a humongous spike in the amount of CO2 in our atmosphere. Yeah. And I mean, I think that there's probably a lot of things lending to it. That sounds like a very plausible, large 
contributor to Absolutely it. Absolutely, I think one of the other things is that of the seven digits that cover the different varieties of plastics that are out there, five of them are burned regularly into the atmosphere. I really want to touch on plastics too. Because that's I, the I, other one, right? I, I, I think the Earth has gone through CO2 changes frequently. And I'm not saying it's a good thing to live through. I'm just saying the Earth can weather it. Yeah, the Earth can. Humans might not be able to. Yeah, I mean that. Though, but that's really debatable. What we really, like we well, might not be able to thrive. I don't like, think people the, wonder why it was three hundred thousand years that we've been on. We've been modern humans with our brains, yep. right? And only twelve thousand years of farming, and only five thousand years of written history. Yeah. So like <laughs> you know? a lot. It, it could be tied to how much you fucking struggle if the atmosphere isn't cooperative. Well, right? here's kind of not my, necessarily CO two related. I mean, according like, according to ancient aliens, <laughs> <laughs> there has been civilizations that burrow underground. Yeah, crab people, crab uh, people, crab. Walk like yeah. crab. Yeah, walk like I, I just want to say. <laughs> I think we've been focusing on the wrong chemical compound. I think there are other chemicals and other chemical compounds we put into and on this planet that are a lot worse than CO2. Yep. And I, I, oh, I think that we focus too much on what the media wants us to focus on. And you're absolutely right with the plastics. Um, the Pacific Garbage Patch. If you haven't heard of that, look it up. It's disgusting. It's mm. literally half dead strangled fish in seal and half plastic. And it literally takes up, I think, a space the size of Texas, if I'm not mistaken. It's the plastic issue is so big. And this is this is ties to the oil and gas. This is the production that needed to be reduced. Mm-hmm. Not the coal plants that were doing and that's industrial the thing. work. It was the plastic end products yes. that are actually the worst. The so we actually didn't plastics. stop the worst stuff. Mm-hmm. We kept that going. And we we so I the the more frustrating thing for me is is that the first response was was to always to cut back rather than to to boost your immune system. Right. So like the the first I think the first thing we should have done is safeguard all forests and then double down on our on our growth of trees and plant products and make it so that there are tax incentives. If you own a a yard and you can grow X amount of whatever on it, uh, you would get tax tax credits for it so that we can start filtering it out more. Right. Stop getting attached to these lawns and all of this like weird way of living, allow things to overgrow a little bit more and we can actually contribute as a society. Society, Do right? all millennials hate grass lawns? No, I fucking love mine. I hate it. Uh, I, I fucking hate it. Yeah, I hate um, it so much. I don't. Like I wish mine. I had sand out there. Yes, I mean, yeah. So, like, I sand garden. No You're right. Sorry, I like my yard. I don't give a fuck what it's made of. I just like the size of it yeah. for the dog. Sorry. Why does yeah, it need yeah, to yeah. be grass? It doesn't need to be grass. It need, like, I need to fertilize it with chemicals. Then spray use water. it with water, which is a, going to be. A humongous scarcity. And Not in Canada, but the rest of the world, yeah. We have more water supply than anyone, but yeah, eventually. No military. It's be a huge We've issue. been through this. Yeah. Oh, I know. What a, what a, we, <laughs> we have no we'll, way we'll, to defend it. Yeah. 
Well, we have no way to defend anything other than the United States, so as long as we keep playing uh, capitalist ball, we'll be all right. Uh, I don't like that game. I know, <laughs> but neither did Guatemala, and look what happened to them. So we uh, we play we play the game. Holy Fuck. shit! Fuck! <laughs> yeah. Well, let me let me ask you this, Tristan. If if you had a choice, yeah, between a brand new fossil fuel burning car or a brand new electric car, which would you buy today and why? Ooh. You're not paying for either one. I'm not getting into the tax breaks and whatever to purchase. I think for me, the it, I'm, I pick cars very weirdly. I'm very utilitarian. So okay. actually, I couldn't, I couldn't go with an electric car unless it, it met spe Why? certain spe specificities. The duration that they travel and the okay. amount of time it takes to, uh, to fill them back up mm -hmm. are both major inconveniences for me. So like if I were to drive for a long period of time, it's more just another thing on my checklist to keep of like, oh, I have to plug this in. And also... The weather here impacts it, which makes it highly inconvenient. Like Quite. if I'm if I'm in Seattle, electric car. If but as long as I'm here, eh. The other thing with the electric car, way lower maintenance costs. So again, if mm. I if I'm not paying those though, then I don't really care. But the or sorry, not electric car. Sorry, the gas car is way lower maintenance. Yeah, costs. okay, okay. That's what I, I was going to say. Because uh, the parts there. are way easier to get, and uh, and I know how to fix a lot of the stuff on yeah. the gas car. So I would actually. Gas car makes me more comfortable, but if if I'm thinking like bills are covered for the next however long, then I take no, electric. No, we just mostly give you a car. We're not paying your bills. Okay, yeah, then probably gas in any scenario. Mostly, oh, actually, I would want diesel if I could if I could really choose. Because then I could just throw canola oil in in the summer if I needed to. You know what? What really gets me about this <laughs> whole green movement yeah. is <laughs> the push for electric vehicles. Yeah, and. You know, just to kind of maybe break your brain if you haven't done any research, the modern day electric car compared to the modern day combustion engine car, you know, not premium gas, just regular gas, the production of the electric car itself will create three times the amount of greenhouse gases yep. than the combustion engine vehicle will emit and has produced by its production for its entire life. Yeah. So why... And also the lack of recyclables that go into... Uh, that's uh, another into humongous issue. Because that's the, true. The, the, what you're mining for when you're, when you're dealing with batteries is is an incredibly toxic substance that can't be reused and it's incredibly volatile lithium so yeah lithium in case and you're so wondering it's it's not something that you want to deal with on a regular basis the move to electric cars was was a dumb one diesel like <clears throat> uk has it right with diesel it lasts longer the engines last longer you can use gasoline as well i think hydrogen hydrogen would have been potential. the excellent there's hemp oil cars as well, like a hemp-based fuel. Well, that, yeah, but then you st you're, you're still producing a, uh, a knock gas or yeah. CO2. I mean, with, with hydrogen, your well, output is oxygen and water. How, much, how many deep fryers we have operating at every McDonald's and Wendy's across the North America? Biodiesel would be very uh, feasible as well. Like, imagine going True. picking up your Big Mac and they fill your tank while you're going through there. 
right? That'd be pretty. <laughs> and then cool. you're just driving around smelling like French fries, which is a like literally you're a moving advertisement for McDonald's because you're going to remind everyone of what they want to eat right now. It, it makes perfect sense. McDonald's should be fronting the the move towards biodiesel as the green alternative because it would be free marketing forever. The only real issue you're going to run into <laughs> is insane in, in cold climates like this. Yeah, it's a. Old you're going to have well, you're going right to have now. ice and on top of that ice you're going to have fryer oil. Yeah. That's a death sentence. Yeah. You want to drive on that? Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. I I just I just think that there has to be a better way where maybe someone isn't becoming a billionaire but we're still looking after hey, what we're going to leave. Someone's got to be everybody. A I mean, Otherwise, don't get me wrong. I'm, I am all for more billionaires, but when you're looking at your bank account and it's that big by right of you fucking the planet over, that that should be a humongous red flag. Well, the producers and, of plastic should be taking the brunt of this. Like we're talking like the main, like the look at the biggest corporations on the planet, right? Like you've got. Uh, Mar the Mars Corporation is one of them. Mm -hmm. Frito Lay's is another. Pepsi is another. Coca Cola is another. I read somewhere that thing. in one day, all the McDonald's corporation produces enough garbage to fill an entire Empire State Building. It wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. Yeah, that in doesn't... one day, dude. Every single minute, every single minute, an entire dump truck of garbage is just thrown in the ocean every minute of every day forever by 2050 they they say that uh, every single estimate shows that there will be more microplastic in the ocean than living spe species that's what i'm most concerned about yeah so like when in the 80s when they came out with that fucking uh three arrows re reuse re reduce recycle reduce or, reuse recycle yeah, there you go. Yeah. um it was a campaign designed to make people feel guilty for the plastic consumption that businesses had switched to in order to decrease their costs so what why would they switch to plastic you might ask uh well glass mm. is heavy it's expensive. It breaks, and that ha that is it something cuts that they have people to, when it breaks. Yeah, so there's <laughs> liability associated with it. But remember, good old days was glass. Your milk came in glass. Your it's not like it was it was so dangerous that like what are we really just having to pad the world here, boomers? Uh, at the end of the day, the 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 entire movement towards plastic was an effort to to shift the blame to society and the responsibility and the cost onto society because that was not something that ever had happened before nope. right like prior to that businesses had to for the most part own what they did and you know like i said before we started recording i think society's taken a very similar path with the modern diet yeah you know they look at it and they say it's your responsibility to properly recycle which Frankly, most things you put in the recycle yeah. actually can't be recycled. Yeah, so there's seven numbers that get assigned to plastics. I thought there and were eight. Oh, there may be eight. I could be wrong, though. But either way, that's only for the potentially recyclable ones. Mm -hmm. So there's packaging that doesn't even qualify in that. But only one, two, and five are purchasable by foreign countries, the only ones who recycle. And since 2017, so... 
What people don't realize a lot of the time is China's Olympics in Beijing made the Chinese people aware of how bad their pollution was because they got to see it on TV. So that became a national movement to become green. And what happened was... They haven't. No, well, here's the thing. In terms of burning plastic, they fucking have. Because what had happened was... Prior to that, China was the only country on the planet that was, with the exception of Malaysia, that was accepting plastic for recyclables from all of Europe, all of North America. Oh, yeah, they pay everyone. per ton and they burn it. Absolutely. Well, well, that's not entirely true. So one, two, and five, they actually had a lot of highly profitable plants that were doing it. And so there's actually business owners of plastic recyclers in China that have been trying to petition the government to allow them to recycle still those numbers but what happened is, is because of this huge green movement in China, China effectively banned all imports of all plastics around the world. But prior to that, for 25 years, the whole world was sending all their stuff there. So we had no internal structure to deal with it. So they just threw up a ban overnight and every country collapsed upon itself. So we're recycling right now. It does nothing. It goes it goes right into the landfill. Every single thing that you're recycling. And if you think, oh, maybe Malaysia can handle it. No, no, they fucking can't. They have docks full of plastic. They can't do anything with it. When you burn it, you get acid rain. You end up throwing so many pollutants into the sky. It's the worst shit ever. And these villages and towns are smelling it. People are getting sick because of it. And this is all over. Like Southeast Asia is getting fucked well, by it. The other issue by it. that uh, we, we kind of brought up was microplastic. Yeah. And that's honestly, in my opinion, worse than burning it. And it was, in a lot of ways, not really looked at. Um, essentially, what happens, you throw plastic bag into the ocean. Yeah. A plastic bag will take about 50 years to fully, pretty much disintegrate from view. Yeah. But what happens is it's not really disappearing. It's not going anywhere. It's becoming like sand. The problem is no other sand like this exists on the planet. Yeah. It floats on the top of the water. It absorbs heat. It can melt when it gets hot enough. When it's cold, it becomes brittle. So brittle that it'll break into even more pieces. And you look at anything else that's in the ocean, I mean, other than maybe living things, and you have rocks, salt, water and tissue yeah. you know when you introduce a whole nother chemical compound not single chemical yeah that if ingested in a lot of ways will alter pheromones like estrogen levels pheromones like growth hormone yeah. uh, pheromones like dopamine and serotonin and this is the stuff the fish start to eat because the krill eat the plastic. Yeah. The krill get eaten by other fish and it becomes part of the entire ecosystem. Yeah. And the problem is plastic denatures a lot like radioactive material. It doesn't just come apart into what it was. It does this over hundreds or tens 
yeah. or you know years yeah and what it contains is biofuel <laughs> you know uh, what's flammable i yeah. mean that doesn't really that wasn't supposed to be inside of us yeah this isn't something you should be ingesting. Or of and any animal. The, for that. The, the main issue I, I see with microplastics is you already see it with fish. The fish now, you can catch, you can cut up, you can analyze, and that it has a certain amount of mercury, which isn't good for you. Yep. But that's since inception with the ocean. Fish are magnets fatty tissue is a magnet for mercury so if there's yeah. any mercury in the water it's going to be in the fish yeah but plastics something that humanity invented very recently too they're finding in fish yeah and it's not just the fish it's the what the fish birds, are eating because the birds eat the fish the birds eat the fish what eat the birds? Bigger birds? What eat the bigger birds? Alligators, crocodiles. Exactly. Bigger birds. And this uh, all goes into... the ostriches. You know, <laughs> it's, it's so... It's so, it's so fucking stupid to think that if we just put this plastic in the ocean, it'll have no effect on the planet. Well, this, and this that's is what, what I'm saying. It's, this, this plastic that causes cancer, that causes hormonal issues, that causes you know, um, many psychological issues in humans, the chemicals that go into it. issues too, right? Like you got to think like digestive issues have spiked oh, for sure. in the last uh, like three decades. And we uh, have all uh, no one of, knew what a celiac oh, yeah, was until fucking 10 years celiac, ago. Celiac, Crohn's, IBS, like their colitis, all of these things are relatively recent and, and all tied look to at what we Look at what we created. Right around when all these problems started popping up. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, like everyone's starting to get like medically smarter around that time too. It's not. Absolutely. It's not just like Johnny, you know, Uncle Johnny just died because he's old. We can, you know. Well, and there's going to be a lot of other things tied to that too. Food trade globally changed. It's not like North Americans diet naturally contained anything coming from the ocean if you were coming from fucking Midwest. If you were in Minnesota, you weren't being introduced to a fish. Right outside of a, a freshwater fish, <laughs> right? They yeah, do have that's a fuckload of lakes, so they freshwater <laughs> fish, sure, but ocean-based, not even a chance, right? So, like, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of dietary changes, like even just province to province. Like, I grew up in Vancouver, and I grew up on like eating sushi. I grew up eating oh. more Asian food than what would be considered traditional North American food, right? Like, that's that was just. Everything. Every block, there's two sushi restaurants. Oh, and I love it. And you got Chinese food, Indian fusion. You got Korean barbecue, like oh, Asian food nasty. galore. And I fucking love it. It's so good. In fact, I've learned to make a lot of dishes because I just. You know, I, I think that, oh, like we've you. talked about a lot on this show, I think uh, culture and cuisine are, you yeah. know, very keep coming up, very connected. But I, I and, think, and uh, you know, it's kind of funny. I watched. Uh, Real Housewives of Dallas just oh God, recently. Why would you do that to yourself? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm a masochist, I think. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, then all the power. To the, you. The, essentially, the the whole um, they don't call them desperate housewives. They call them real housewives now. Yeah. Uh, so the real housewives of Dallas and the real housewives of New York have both brought on a. Um, how do I put this? And not sound like a dick. 
essentially that was a very whitewash show. Yeah, up so until they in just recently. Black people. Thank you. Uh, so Real Housewives of New York brought on the token black chick. Okay. And Real Housewives of Dallas brought on like a super high performing Asian lady. Oh, okay. And it, it's it's fucking awesome because like you, you basically see this Asian lady who's a doctor who performs surgery or whatever form of medicine she's in. And, you know, she's out planning parties and hanging out with these ladies who have no jobs, <laughs> who, you know, are in a lot of ways supported by their, you know, spouse. And that that's that, that's honestly where I wanted to go with this because if anything is causing this massive pollution of the planet, it is that generation. And the consumption generation. It, like stop they just, it. All they wanted, like, but that's... It's so funny because my, like, I... I, I've mentioned before my my mom and my grandparents like we we come from I like get, Russian old very old country. It, right? it, just, very just hang old. on, I, I am as right wing as the sun is. I don't think you in are the sky. But I I, I, yeah, you've argued that, but but here's the thing: we we should look at making as much profit as we can. But uh, there it when is. we look at the planet, literally heating and filling with plastic, and we do nothing about that. That that's fucked. I, I'm sorry. There should be some money coming from over here to fix that shit because yeah. that's their fault. Well, but the the whole system's designed like this. Like, so I don't. Hmm, how should I start this? I think that the problem with what we're what we're talking about is that we, when we say we, we're hoping our government does something, and we've already talked about how they no, they're not do doing anything. shit. But further to that, they're actually doing worse than that. Like, <laughs> like you're right. Like, yeah, you want to know something that's super <laughs> fucked? They are so, just not doing shit. <laughs> they're helping. Yeah, because I looked into I looked into the effective tax rate for Amazon in the United States. You you want to know what it is? It's it's pretty sad. Probably point something percent. Negative. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> because they actually, in taxable credits, so here's the thing. That okay, but are you including his space projects in those projections? No. So this is just Amazon. This doesn't include You want to know what Amazon's charitable donations are? I, I imagine. When they have excess product that's about to go bad, they say, well, if children ate, ate cookies that were had bleach poured on them, it would be poisonous. So by throwing it out, we're being charitable. They get $124 million in tax credits from the U.S. government every year. They pay nothing in taxes. Yeah, that's a company that's increased plastic dependence and shipping, shipping, like overall shipping cost, uh, um, not cost rather. You know, the, I don't the, the really want to look at Amazon as the culprit. I think they're definitely playing the game. And they're playing the game really well. Yeah. yeah. But who writes the rules? If Amazon had an option at your checkout to for green packaging for yeah. an extra buck, I would pay. Exactly. They're they are contributing. They had that. They can have that option. They choose not to. They have more money than most countries. You're right. So at the end of the day, in my opinion, the U.S. government should go. You know what? We're so happy you grew, you you made this space program and we've invested in it. So what we're going to do is we're actually going to make sure that for the next 300 trips you're just taking plastic with you. Okay, stop. <laughs> Send it stop. into space. Stop. No. Because here's the issue with that. 
I mean, there's always an issue. No, and this I is a major issue. I watched it on Futurama. Issue. I thought it had to be work. Mathematicians wrote that show. I had the same argument about the uh, radioactive waste that um, you know we obviously produce. Yeah. With our greenest way to produce energy, nuclear nuclear power. Mm. Why don't we just launch that waste into space? I mean, well, one rocket doesn't make it all the way there. Here's what we need to do. You're looking at a company and a man that has more billions of dollars than. Well, look, the only person in human history to be more wealthy than most of these guys, Julius Augustus Caesar. uh, But not even close, though. well, Well, here's the thing. He had tangible wealth. Yeah. And that's what they look at, and they apply that, and they imply inflation to that. I mean, Julius Augustus Caesar, in today's inflationary standards, inflating everything that he owned, would be worth about four trillion dollars. The only person that would be worth more oh. than that, um, I, some guy from Africa. I can't remember. I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, but it, it, here's the thing: even with a hundred and fifty billion, yeah, you could make a sky ramp. Don't tell me you couldn't. But also, don't tell me. But you like, can't. but like Make the fear associated the with uh, fucking just fucking. There's the there's the exit. It goes into space and then it's gone. Yeah, that's what we should be doing with our garbage. Yeah, but we, also, yeah. but also like the sky ramp. The threat of nuclear waste raining down on people is significantly higher than the threat of plastic raining down, which already happens when we. Well, burn the it. the problem is with plastic. Yeah is if it gets to the stratosphere, for example, if it starts to fall, there's two things that could happen that are equally shitty. The first, uh, it basically, if it's heavy enough, combusts and burns, which is what you're trying to avoid in the first place. Yeah. And the second is it's light enough to stay suspended, and then it basically triples the greenhouse gas effect. Because you yeah. now have like plastic bags floating up there that melt, but not really. Then you have like aerosol plastics, which destroy the ozone layer. Uh, All right, that, so- that, I'm talking hundreds of years, but even, you know, it falling into the atmosphere and burning is going to create that it's, too. It's going right? to do exactly what you want to avoid. Yeah. So, I mean, there's not like a, the world's ramp. largest slingshot, <coughs> Sky Ramp. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a sky ramp is just like because here's the thing: like as soon as you build a sky ramp, you can build actually rockets in space, and then you don't have to waste all the energy with a rocket to get to space, so you can travel space more efficiently. Well, I ooh, I don't think you can with build a sky like ramp. so when you're up that that a- <laughs> the atmosphere pressure, like people have a hard time doing shit in Colorado. I would have a, I, I think that you, just obviously we need to make a spacesuit that you could actually perform, you know, more human tasks with, but it, ultimately the only way we're going to be able to start exploring space is if we can start building in space. And that's that's a fact. I mean, if we have to build down here and send it up there without a sky ramp, 
we're, we're, we're spending yeah. a Got tremendous right. amount of fossil fuels. And that's the other thing. Why are we giving all these guys tax cuts to build rockets yeah, that make that... more fucking fossil fuels? Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> we haven't figured out what the fuck's going on on this planet. Meanwhile, and those cunts are trying to leave. Oh, that's what bothers me. Like, we, like, they make enough. We could make a sky ramp. We could start building shit up there. We could, st- like... It's going to well, take they, some time. Hey, they're These trying. results are not going to come they're tomorrow. Trying. They're no, trying. They're trying. And you know what? You know Tristan's what? Tristan's absolutely right. There could be an eco pack my shit option, and there's not. They yeah. are not trying. They could easily also, like, oh, we have job insecurity in North America, and people are wanting to work, so we could set up recycling plants that would have not a full profit value asso- assessed with it. You would have to take the the theoretical profit of improving the environment i don't know why i have to say theoretical but i i i do it is a fucking profitable thing to improve the environment but, but here's for your the people. thing like even but, even a fortune 500 oil and gas company that builds a pipeline yeah the land over their pipeline they make sure it looks like fucking hinterland yeah you know it's gorgeous who is who this, look, we have the woodpecker. Oh, yeah. You know, like, you get the old German guy in the fucking, like, lederhosen. He's like, oh, this is our place. Yes, a, look, so oh, we have song. the woodpecker over there. And, oh, like, I've got some smudge on my binoculars. Yeah. My, my brother-in-law like, actually does, like... Uh, that that uh, shit. Like, they, they can do it. Yeah, my, my brother-in-law does... They can does. fucking do it. Hang on, his brother-in-law does well, yeah, something. He, he does surveying for Kinder Morgan and all those guys. And so they do such a good job of it that he's actually gone back where people were camping with an open fire on a fucking pipeline excavation trail with signs everywhere saying not to do it (laughs) and when he kicked them out they were too drunk to leave so they had to sit in their car for fucking hours to sober up so so that they could get off the trespass of the land they were trespassing on but uh oh Canada (laughs) yeah but yeah, they do. They but further to that though, those guys are also we making don't petroleum call products. Nine one one. But we we talk about oil and gas. Like so, they get if subsidies. You're too drunk. <laughs> we'll give you a double double and let you sober up. Throw you in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Unless that- you're brown, and then it's a Starlight Tour, right? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's only in Calgary. That's a. Oh, that's that not only Cal- in Calgary. It's just very, very popular in Calgary. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's yeah. statistically. <laughs> but like, so those oil and gas companies, we talk about how they get subsidies from the government, but they get oh, further shit. subsidies from not having to pay the full cost of cleaning shit up. But further to that, they are literally the ones creating the plastic. So the fact that we don't impose oh you want to increase oil production okay well then you have to increase recycling capacity that makes so much sense why is that not a thing that just happens why is texas not the number one recycling plant on the planet like why not you got a bunch of people like they have a huge prison population that works for free (laughs) because of force how is the prison system in the U.S. They, making they military them, shit and not making actually beneficial shit? Wage. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> their livable wage of six seventy five an hour. No, six seventy five a month if they're lucky. Oh yeah, oh, for in yeah, a for prison. prisoners. Yeah, they get nothing. Fuck, they pay them like. Ugh, that's a discussion for another day. Yeah, I just want to say, uh, how long are we going here? Yeah, we're uh, probably, sitting at about 47 minutes right yeah, now. I wouldn't right mind uh, making this a little more pointed. 
here's where I'm at. I mean, I want to support my bros working up north as much as everyone else, I think, in this province. I think the logical people understand those guys start making money, they spend money, the economy does better. I just think that the time and place for plastics and fucking this planet, we're, we're beyond the point of return. You know, I think if I was the Unabomber, I wouldn't even bother her at this point. I mean, yeah, he came in and said, oh, we can stop this now. We can't stop this now. Yeah. Well, I think we need to do a, a halt and fix what we've already done. Well, that's the thing is... And that, stop, this is the issue. You, you, it's not like we... It's, it's irreversible right now, but that's why all of the conversations we have are kind of tied in because we talked about how the edu- education system destroys creativity and how creativity and people not learning what to do but rather how to think mm. uh are or rather not what to think but how to think are are typically better capable of inventing new things thinking thinking creatively the, 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 and, just, and thinking just, outside the I, box I, I get what you're saying and this might no, be I, the no, only I'm not, I'm, i think we this are might be right the now. only authoritarian thing i ever say in this podcast but we have too many people trying to control the fucking controls right now. Yeah. We've got the left wing trying to be more politically correct and telling me what to say and when to say it and what not, not to say. That's not the left wing. That's the center that masquerades as the left. The left he, has no representation. Y- you know, I, I'm, uh, sh- I, I'm the, sorry. Uh, Your I'm so- version of right has no representation either. Also right? true. So, but uh, my, uh, but, but but the left uh, my my represent like I'm in the center, I think, and I don't feel represented at all. Well, I don't <sighs> think I think you're in the social center, but I think when you're talking politically, like like the fiscal stuff, I don't think that we're. I think the right that you guys think is not anywhere near as far right as the current right. The is. only thing and this the left podcast that, that I am is like the current Democrat, like the current liberal system. They didn't even put a wealth tax in. They didn't. They didn't make sure that the CRTC was going to lower lower fucking rates for our mobile coverage. They didn't do shit. They haven't done anything that would be considered leftist policy. They're very centrist, and I don't think you like what they're doing either. What's the most successful country on this planet right Finland. now? Finland, in your opinion? Uh, South Korea, Finland, Sweden. There's a lot of them. Finland's the happiest. Yeah, I'd say somewhere around this or. Uh, now let me change the question. Financially, what's the best country? Probably, Probably South yeah, Korea. Yeah. South Korea? You're not going to say China? 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 Well, oh. I take I take it as a balance. China has a lot of money, but the people don't. South Korea prospers. They have 45. But that wasn't the question. Well, I guess. But are you asking me as a citizen of China, like, or who no, no, I think I'm has I'm the just most asking money? Asking you, money? Who yeah. has the most? The Korean people would say them, but the Chinese government would say them. So that's where I'm kind of at a difference, uh, at an odds. I, 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 what about okay, the okay. American banks? Now, now here, here's where I'm at. The people that are running the world right now are burning money and creating money at the same time. Yeah. The people that have the most money right now are getting more of it. Yeah. Generally, when things like this happen, the world stage change. Yep. 
Cryptocurrency. All I'm going to say uses more energy consumption than almost anything else. When Tesla's done a lot of Whoa. shitty things, but fucking mining Bitcoin when they when they stopped accepting hey. Bitcoin, there was a reason for it. They, it's not energy efficient at all. Good well, friend of mine was was part of the GameStop GameStop movement in Canada here, and uh, yeah, he's he's told me about how energy uh inefficient bitcoin because it's be. a mathematical formula and they mine it with literally high powered computers yeah um and the amount of heat generated from those oh for sure i mean the amount of power ridiculous. to generate a bitcoin nowadays that's why it's so hot over here yeah bitcoin that's another good point i i i think i just kind of want to put a bow on this i mean don't just focus on co2 yeah watch that michael moore documentary Please, the new one. Just type in new Michael Moore documentary. What's it called? You know? I, the I new Michael Moore documentary. Oh, that's why you were typing. I was saying that way. I was like, oh, that, there's a reason here. I forgot the title. Oh. You know, <laughs> see, this is why you shouldn't do a podcast with smart people. Uh, uh, because they point out when you're fucking up. Or you, or you don't. Or you, yeah, you don't have anything. Well, I could, as you guys say everything. Oh, it's all. And I, I, I agree everything. with absolutely everything. Planet of the humans. Ooh, yes. dun dun dun. Directed by Jeff Gibbs, executive producer Michael Moore. Yeah. And I, I gotta say, like, I don't like Michael Moore. I didn't really care for how he went after Charleston Heston in Bowling for Calling Columbine. I don't. I don't appreciate his style. Uh, I, I I really don't like super like that that whole bullshit he used to He's do. He's a fat left Ben Shapiro. Thank you. Uh, but oh! I, I found in this he he, <laughs> he took a totally different approach because he used a lot of the ties he had to the left yep. to basically gaslight them and show the bullshit that they're up to. Well, that's good. And that that's what the fourth estate should be doing. Yeah. It's not about making friends. Well, we found we found it's this about out. being well, right. Well, right now it is, but no, no, no. It's if, never if you been got about told that. you could be right or you could be lonely, and you chose to be right, you should be a journalist. Yeah. And well, being right amount, and being lonely would be the same choice. The amount of journalists on this planet that choose to be lonely and do their job right are depleting. Yeah. I think by the minute, yeah. and it, it makes me so happy to see. You know, the fourth estate take uh, a more aggressive approach to, you know, some things that we might just typecast as being the right thing to do yeah. by virtue of them just being green. Now, that's what I'm saying. The green movement is a good movement. It's about protecting what we're living in, yeah. what we're going to live in, the future of the planet, all these great things, uh, the, the potential to explore the stars. Yeah. These are all things that are in humanity's future, provided we can just look after where we're living. Yeah. And he did a really good job of <laughs> pointing out that we're not really doing that. Well, I think if you're a millennial or a Gen Zer, I think a good way of, of envisioning this is is kind of in line with how Evan was saying. But there are nuggets like we all know now that the war on drugs was horseshit, racially biased and de and designed to basically uh, boost the pharmaceutical industry. But that doesn't mean that there's not credibility to fear of 
methamphetamines and uh, incredibly strong opioids, which we've seen more recently spiking up with white America. Uh, and so mm-hmm. the these arguments, these massive social pushes that you see taken on by the machine, there will always be a nugget of truth. Health is obviously like the biggest one, right? Bread is poison for everyone. Bread should be the center of every meal. Meat should be three times your grains. Meat is awful, right? Fat is the enemy. Fat's delicious. Like there's, there's the reality is, is that the truth always lies somewhere in the middle. Now there, there's always, that's a starting point. And they're going to, they're actually right when they say uh, a lot of those extreme positions There's a nugget of truth to it, and that's what they get you on. You know, I just want to say one thing really quick, though. The truth can change. All the time, as we learn. And we need to be able to fucking understand that as a species. Yeah. Just because you believe something for your whole life and thought it was right, if they come out and say it's not, and they have an overwhelming amount of evidence that it isn't. And this ties to Dinosaurs racism. have feathers. This ties to history. Like, <laughs> this ties to biologic changes yeah. in our fucking evolution. Yeah, yeah you know. This uh, applies like, feathers to make everything sense. about being human. Yeah. We need to be able to change yeah. and change quickly. And understand that that change is something good. Yeah. And not be scared of it. And, you know, there is absolutely every right to be skeptical. I think to be skeptical is to be human. But when we start looking at overwhelming evidence that certain things have happened, like carbon dating, for example, and then a group of people, I don't know, saying the earth is only 3,000 years old and we walked with dinosaurs. Yeah, we rode. Maybe you should assess that. Maybe you should look at that and say, Wow, all these guys that have degrees in science say that dinosaurs existed thousands, if not millions of years before humans. But There's the only t- way we're going to move forward is a consensus. Yeah. And that consensus is really understanding that I things so. change. Yeah. I got a, I got a TikTok to fin- finish it on. I think that, uh, that you'll like. Thanks. And it was, uh, yeah, it was really good. Um, it was a guy talking about those people who, who are like, do your own research. Right. And, uh, and he's just going, having a conversation back and forth and he's like, he's like, Oh, do your own research. Oh, oh. So like, well, I just, you know, I trust the people with 20 years experience. Oh, you're a sheep then. Well, I mean, like, are you conducting studies? Uh, no, do, do no. sheep conduct you, studies? Well, no, 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 no. But, <laughs> well, yeah, I know he's more just like you're following your pastor kind of thing. But like the 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 guy, the pro science side was just like, well, what studies are you conducting? And the other guy's like, oh, none. What do, what, what do you mean? And he's like, oh, so then you're doing questionnaires and polls and no, 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 no. Oh, so what 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 do you mean by doing research? Oh, I'm I'm doing Google searches. Oh, oh, so you're just reading other people's research. Oh, these these aren't just anyone. These are credible doctors and scientists. Oh, right. I thought we're not supposed to trust doctors and scientists. See, at the end of the day, the people who are anti the the people the doctors that are anti science literally pro doctors and scientists. Only the minority ones that have been proven to be incompetent. 
And the, the, <laughs> they're just the, feeding their own the narrative. Problem is right? The yeah. only people that don't follow science are the people that don't understand science can change. But they're yeah. also the people that say follow the science. Yeah. Also well, true. One of, they're the kind of people who just fail at logic. Like there's a uh, hilarious right wing TikTok that's been stitched by a whole bunch of lefties because this woman goes, "Oh, so the COVID vaccine is is covered by the government because it's good for everyone." Well, if that's true, how come cancer meds ain't covered? How come your dialysis ain't covered? Huh? Maybe Checkmate left. you should vote for more left parties. <laughs> and exactly. That was the first Canadian stitched it. And they were like, you so this is a Biden supporter. Wait, what? <laughs> Just, yeah. You know, I don't think that country is going anywhere fast. No, there. And it makes me scared. And honestly, I think the reason why I look at our military a little more critically than you do is because we are north of the biggest They're all overarmed and undereducated. Uh, that I'll leave it at that. I I, I just <laughs> that's, think that's perfect. That, <laughs> I just think that if we really want to be independent and Canadian we should look at defending what is Canada. Yeah. But we also have to agree on what Canada is. And obviously that narrative in the last few uh, months has Kristen, changed a lot. But Will you we're... make a political party with me? Oh my God, yes, please. Oh! <laughs> oh! We'll get all the... Oh my goodness. Oh, oh, could you imagine though? Oh man. Like we, we could hash these issues out in an afternoon, yeah. be best friends, and, and then just have tear ass. Yeah, and but, here's the thing. But like, big government don't like it. We can government... write off our weed. Can you imagine oh, being able to do that? Buddy. so much fun. Uh, yeah, we're having a, you have a legal creative license? brainstorming sesh. Do you have that a... is literally no, 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 part no, no, of no, government just... is brainstorming Tuesdays. Do you have oh. a do you oh. have a license for weed medically? No. I did in you do. DC. I did, yeah. So you know you do. You got one in Alberta, like right around the same time I did. Yeah. I got mine on Skype. Oh. So I have a BC do, one. It's not federal. You just start a company. And you say, we've all been prescribed this, and then write it off with your insurance. Yeah. We'd have tea breaks. That's it. <laughs> oh, it's tea time, guys. So, tea no, party. But, Brits, I, but a little I, different. I really want to look at, <laughs> uh, maybe in a future podcast coming up, Yeah, some more issues like global warming, because I think we've hashed out a lot, a lot of, of systemic issues with society, and we agree with a lot of systemic issues and how to fix them. Yeah. I think that, for example, the indigenous communities just help. Yeah, my God. Like, uh, it's not going to be a dollar figure. We're over 1,150 bodies, by the way, if anybody's been paying attention. Last I checked, it was 13-something. Oh, 13, there you go. So, they yeah, there was 730 in, in Saskatchewan. Um, yeah. I know everybody's attention is taken off that now for whatever reason you know it's uh yeah we're gonna talk about some crazy shit on friday i don't want to talk about it yet it's yeah. uh it's gonna be it's gonna be huge but i want you to understand <laughs> that uh we we really just have i think a very collective approach to a lot of systemic issues yeah and that's what really has hit me in a lot of ways in this podcast than you could even imagine. Uh, I, I would have thought that just by virtue of you being more left wing, 
we would have had such stark differences. Like when we <laughs> when we discussed letting companies fail. Yeah. It blew my mind that you were there and you were like, yeah, yeah let them I fail. I want it to happen faster. Fuck yeah. And when yeah. we discussed diet and you were like, yeah, I grew up with that as an athlete. It made no sense. But you understand that things change with science. Oh, 100%. The research is moving towards fats. Which is, we honestly, that was more of the surprising thing for me in these times is because uh, a lot of people who term themselves to be on the right, they're socially right. And socially mm-hmm. right is quite literally, when Religious. you say conservative, what you're doing is you're trying to conserve what you're doing. You're trying mm-hmm. to stay in the past, right? Um, and and that's that's really the, the and, people that lock themselves into religion or or any kind of uh, social structure that's based off of like historical hierarchy. And you know what? If you see it as more of a collective, or if you see it as more of an individual thing, or you're somewhere in the middle, yeah, we got you, baby. This yeah. is the gooch. It's Thanks the for gooch. tuning in, Thanks, guys. Beautiful Wednesday, Thursday, Canada Day. It's Ooh. Happy Canada Day. Yeah.